I left the city, I've been browsing. Treading water that they drowning. My head on the swivel. Yeah. It's only really my surroundings. Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Smash Accept podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at DynastyDadFF. John, that's actually starting to sound like a, a normal Twitter handle again now. So getting that out there. Man, I'm excited for tonight's show because one, you know, John's back on. Two, we're going to talk about a, a topic here that I know for you personally has been a little bit uneasy. You know, like we've perfected the the idea of a rebuild, the process of a rebuild. And now, John, like I got you to really get into that year one punt, which is similar type philosophy as a rebuild. Now we got to figure out what to do for year two. And I feel like this is an area where people are just not comfortable. Yeah, man. Uh, what's up, y'all? John coming back at you. I can't wait to break this down, partially because I'm I'm going through it real time right now. We're, we're within a month of the draft and a lot of these rookie drafts. And I got to tell you, because we talked about it so much on the pod, this idea of a punt and building around this 23 class, I'm getting a ton of questions. And so I think we're going to work through some of that here. And it's going to be super practical for a lot of you that are in the same situation that we are leading up to this draft. So really looking forward to breaking this down with you. Yeah, and, and like we talked about when we did the Rebuild show, I have done eight of these. I've instructed over 50 people that are mm-hmm. – I know, I know that's a small sample size and it's growing. But out of the eight that I did, John, I was in the championship year two in yeah. all of them. You know, And I think yeah. we're in that area now where you know, we, we assessed our team. We went ahead and we, you know, we, we made mm-hmm. sure we had our first from last year. We created those positional fo- voids. We made those splash trades. And now it's like and, – and we sold all those vets. So right now we, we got rosters that are they're – they're not filled in, but they have a lot of right. liquid assets, a lot of ways to move around. And I think – when we're talking about year two, I think just like when we talked about the rebuild, step one is still assessing your team. And I right, think exactly. there, there's different levels of this. You know, right now I have I have three rebuilds that are going into year two. One of them is absolutely stacked. I mean, I have Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Javante Williams, Cooper Cup, you know, James Cook. Like I have a I have a I mean, I know James Cook doesn't sound sexy, but Wandale Robinson, th- guys like that that could play. But I also mm-hmm. have picks one through five, you know, so that team yeah. is like right now I'm ready to go smash three. You have a scenario where it's like, OK, I have Jamar Chase and Brees Hall and one through 12, but I don't have any quarterbacks, you know, aside from mm-hmm. Jordan Love. And then the other one in smash one, you know, now it has Deshaun Watson. It has Russell Wilson four of the best wide receivers in the game. So now I got to fill in some running backs. So right now what you're trying to do when you're assessing your roster is, again, you guys have been sending those rosters to me. I have, after we did the rebuild, I can't even tell you how many of you have been like, dad, is this ready for a rebuild? Where should we go? And I think what you really got to look at is what positions do I need to fill, right? We've talked Mm -hmm. about if I need running backs and I have the 101 and the 104, 105, you're set. Pretty money. You're going to have yeah. two future RB1s for the next several years, and you're going to move in there. So I think right now we just have to honestly sit back and be like, okay, am I ready to go? Because the biggest problem to me, John, is you push the chips in too early, and you use those first, and you buy Cooper Cups, you buy Devontae Adams, you buy those guys, and you don't win it. 
it hurts. Yeah, I've done that before on some of my other teams. So let's talk about your team a little bit, right? Yeah. You're right. in that area. Right. You punted year one. So now you're mm-hmm. into, which is similar to rebuild, you're in that area now where it's like, what do I do year two? Am I ready to go? What are some of those things on your roster that are really important to make those deciding factors of, am I ready for year two? Yeah, nobody wants to peak too early, right? I mean, we got these listeners out there. You know, you guys know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> no, seriously, I though. peaked in high school, man. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no. So there's a couple of strategies that I really like here in year two in a punt. And I think we need to really break this down. Just like you said, you, you could rosters can go a couple different ways. You may have enough there to start pushing the chips in now. But if, for example, you really don't have anything at all at QB, you, you may want to consider a different strategy, which is a building around the 23 class and the 24 class and giving it two years to really nail the roster. Yeah. For example, like if, if you want to try to contend now, but you only have these rookie pick assets, do you really think that you're going to be able to go for a title with Anthony Richardson and Bryce young in their rookie seasons? Mm -hmm. That's a risk. So you got to really kind of break this down. If you're waiting on running back, like if you listen to our rebuild pods, you very likely vacated running back and maybe tight end. And so you're, you're just absolutely walking into a beautiful gold mine of a situation with not only first round picks, but second round picks that we're going to have at running backs and probably yeah. league winners. And you may just want to consider going for it now. However, like let's break this down one step further. If you you're really weaker at wide receiver and you have these rookie picks, we need to really think about that because is this the absolute best class to, to build around wide receiver or maybe you wait and do some of that with the 24 class? Maybe it makes sense to wait a bit or are you going to package these things and try to buy those wide receivers that are going to allow you to compete? So those and are there's really two so distinct hard. strategies. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's why we got to talk this through. Yeah. So like if you if you did it the tried and true, the way that we've set it up, I'll reference my smash one team. It's Deshaun Watson. My running backs are Mike Boone and Gus Edwards. But I have the 101, the 103, and the 105. So you know I'm getting Bijan. And, mm-hmm. and potentially, if I don't get Gibbs, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trade for another one. Wide receivers are Brown, Lamb, Waddle, and Judy. Goddard's the tight end, you know, and and Russell Wilson's my other quarterback. So there's just a couple pieces there. You know, you got to look at those things. That's why we always talk about running back is the easiest one to fill in. Because if you don't have the wide receivers, you're not ready. You're you're just not, you know. So Mm -hmm. the the second step in the process, we're assessing the roster. And that is the most difficult one. So honestly, send it in. If you guys did the year one punt, if you did the rebuild, send them to us. Number two is don't trade your 24 first. We talk yeah. about getting your 24 first was so important for your rebuild. If you're in year two of your punt, don't get rid of that asset. If you have other 24 first, sure. But you never know what's going to happen this year. You know, you could, we could right. have, we love this class, but heaven forbid, you know, Bijan goes down, we lose some guys, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're back in that same spot. But now you don't have that 101. The 101 next year is worth more than the 101 this year, as crazy as that yeah. sounds. At this oh, point, Kayla Williams is going to be worth more than what, what B. John Robinson is. And that's absurd because of where mm-hmm. he's at right now if, if everything <laughs> goes the right way. So yeah. do not 
trade that 24 first for anything. You know, I, I'm in an area here where it's just, it's, it's not Give safe, yourself you know? the option, right? If you need to wait mm-hmm. another year, you still have the ability to capitalize on that. And you can, you can always adjust, give yourself those options. Yeah. So the, the first principle that I want to look at is in, in step three, you got to determine where we're going. If you are not all in, we continue to insulate, right? We continue to trade back. For me, one through six is absolute chalk. You know, it is, it's B. John Robinson, Stroud, Young, Richardson, however you want to play it, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Gibbs, you know, and those are, yeah. if you're, if you're using trade calculators, if you're using the, the value chart that I'm working on, if you're using those things, plug the names in, like, you know mm-hmm. who they are. It's done. There is no landing spot for Will Levis for Jordan Addison, for Quentin Johnston, for Zach Charbonnet that's going to put them above those guys, period. Like the talent level between one through six and then the drop off to seven is is drastic. So at this point, you're not going to be able to trade into the top six. It is so hard, John. I mean, right now mm-hmm. I'm looking at trades. I put it out there on Twitter. Would you rather have the seven and eight or the five? People want the five. five. You know, like, yeah. you know in, in last year's class, that would have got you Chris Olave and... You know, that would have Chris Olave and Jamison Williams for for Drake London, you know, and that would have been a, gr- a great trade. But this year, it just looks like there's that gap and, and people don't want to to leave that area, you know, and I, I think you yeah. would agree with that. That's one where I am seeing when we talk about insulating right now, you have the 101 and you're not ready. I saw a trade today, Chris Olave in a mid-24 first. Yeah. If that is truly a mid-24 first, that is a smash except because then you're going to build yeah, around those wide receivers, you know, and you can move off of move off of Bijan, move off of those quarterbacks. And I think being able to do that and insulating with those 24 firsts is huge. The most yeah. important position right now we have to address, and this is going to be a, a very fluid process, yeah. is the quarterback, Right. We want you to build around those super flex quarterbacks. And you and I were talking, are Mm -hmm. you going to win it all with Stroud and Young as your quarterbacks this year? I don't think so. You know, there are very few years where those are your guys. You need those elite quarterbacks to win. So if you get to an area where you and I are both there, we were talking about it in Smash uh, 7, I had Trey Lance. I packaged him up with the 102. And I moved that to get Jalen Hurts because I have 101 mm-hmm. through 105, also 19 and 111. So now I'm in an area where it's like, we don't know. The NFL doesn't know when they are evaluating quarterbacks where they're at. You yeah. know, they get a right. 30% right. hit rate. So it's like, why don't we alleviate some of that risk and package up? And I know you and I were talking about mm-hmm. that, you know, off air here. Right. Even if it's like you have Deshaun Watson as your QB1. Yeah. You know, that's an area where you take – Use that capital. I think you could move Deshaun Watson in the 102 and move up to that Mahomes, Allen, and even even Jalen Hurts area. Right. Step three, open the box. That's the (laughs) way you do it. (laughs) You you can tell John and I haven't – we haven't been able to interact the way we wanted to, so we're just kind of like getting some of that out there. Mixing it up a little bit here. No, you really do kind of think about this with the, the QBs, right? Many of these punts, you, you really had very weak QBs, or you had like a Deshaun Watson, perfect punt candidate. Many of you mm-hmm. have that. So we're going to talk this through. If you have like, for example, in Smash 5, I've got picks one, two, four, five, six, seven. Probably four of those 
picks are going to be QBs. You're looking mm-hmm. at many people now have Anthony Richardson 101, or maybe you still have Stroud or Bryce Young. That two through four is going to be those three guys nearly every time. Well, if you have two or th- all three of those picks, you're not going to need them all on your roster. We talked about this, but if you do want to contend, the QB three on your roster is kind of a nice to have. You can always make a trade later, but it is a bit of a luxury. You don't need to draft all for these guys. And if you have someone like Deshaun Watson, maybe the play here is packaging one of these top picks with Watson and upgrading to an absolute sure thing at QB. We've been talking about on the pod, these safe guys that just got their money contracts, Mahomes, Hurts, Josh Allen, that you start there, then you start looking at that next tier. And if you can upgrade there off of Deshaun Watson or just trading the 102 and and maybe a, a lower first, and or maybe you're packaging a couple of different assets here on, on your team to upgrade. That's really worth considering. So you need to really know and capitalize on Superflex market value with some of these picks. As much as you want to have maybe all these rookie QBs on your roster, you do need to also consider the other parts of your roster. And if you want to contend, you, you need to really consider moving some of those. Now's one of the best times to do this. Start scoping out the other teams in your league. Who needs QBs? who's maybe ready for a rebuild, right? So part of this is assessing your league as well. So this is this step three is, is going to be pretty important when um, you're, you're working through all of that. You are not winning a dynasty championship if you do not have at least one, if not two top 12 quarterbacks. You know, we right, talked about right. that big section. Then it's Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, yep. Fields, Lawrence, Murray, Prescott, Deshaun Watson, you know, even, you know, if you do not have at least one of them, if not two, it's not going to happen. Two would be perfect. Yeah. And I'm okay with taking the two and the three, you know, it's a matter of where you're at taking the two and the three and getting Burrow or Herbert, you know, I'm okay Mm -hmm. with getting the, giving the one Oh three and a 24 first for Justin Fields for Trevor Lawrence, you know, taking the one Oh three, uh, you know, we talked about a deal the other day where we, we worked with Don Munoz where we went one Oh two and, and we turned 102 into, you know, and some other ancillary pieces into Kyler Murray and um, Kenneth Walker, who I'm like absolutely Ooh, in love like with that. this year. You know, Munoz, so yeah. there, there's so many different ways that you can play this out. But the most important thing is we're looking at that super flex quarterback position first. And if yeah. you, you know, there, there is a scenario where, yeah, you go ahead and you draft all, all four of them. I think that's a deep, deep, deep rebuild because let's be honest. Yeah. Two right. of them probably don't hit. Two of them, you know, like if, if I had to guess, right. I would say, you know, in this class, we'd be lucky if three hit. Two likely hit, you know, there, mm-hmm. there's going to be that bust in there. There's going to be those situations. So why not mitigate that risk? Like we talk about that in the rebuild process all the time. Cut down your risk and give yourself the most insulation. And that's that's the obvious way to do it is just to move into that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, bingo. What I've started to do and we talk about insulation is I'm moving into areas where I'm like, okay, it's time to, it's time to move in, move forward. Um, in, in, so we're done with the rebuild, right? If you're in those teams where you need to fill in now, we need to fill in, mm-hmm. the, we need to fill in the running backs. We need to fill in the tight ends we need to get right. those wide receivers right. back. So the, and I know we keep referencing our leagues and that's, so it's easier for you guys to see those, those actual pieces. So in smash one, I, I ended up trading Jamison Williams, someone else's 24 first, and a 25 second 
for Jalen Waddle. So now I have Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle who we're we're alleviating that risk. Is there a risk to Jalen Waddle? No. Jalen Waddle is a really, locked no. and loaded top, top five, five dynasty wide receiver. Yep. Jamison Williams, on the other hand, yes, he has a wide Plenty range of, of outcomes. So I'm moving a guy like Jamison Williams. I'm moving a guy like Traylon Burks, and I'm trying to get a a absolute stud sure and alpha thanks. for that in in that mm-hmm. area, making sure those wide receivers are set. The next thing that I did, we always talk about tight ends are the last piece of the puzzle. I had five firsts, so I moved the 111 for Jalen or for Dallas Goddard. You know I got Jalen Hurts on the brain when I'm going back and forth. But for Dallas Goddard, who I have as a top six dynasty tight mm-hmm. end, now the team's yep. ready to ball, right? Now they just need the running backs, and we're going to add those in from you know from your rookie draft. So that's that's where that is. If you're in a deeper one, I mean, let's at Smash Three, I have Jordan Love as my QB one. You know that's just how it right. is. Brees yep. Hall's my my RB one. Jamar Chase is my wide receiver one, and then there's just okay. a bunch of filler. So yeah. You have to navigate it where it's going to take Bijan and I'm going to plug him in there. But then you get to, I have, like you said, two, three, mm-hmm. four, and and five. I mean, I have all 12 in that one, so it'll be a little bit easier. But I think one through six, you got to at least check your value. But John, what, what we really got to talk about, what we got to unpack is mm-hmm. when you get to seven, right? So seven yes, to me, exactly. if you're in a casual league, is the new hot zone because someone's going to get excited about the wrong player and draft them above Jameer Gibbs and you are just going to get an RB1 for the next five years. Like I'm just, you know, we've, we've gone back and forth happen. on the process. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. we went JSN, we went Gibbs. They're both going to be absolute studs. Um, when we get to seven, this is yeah. what I'm, I'm starting to do. If I'm ready, you know, I have an offer in smash three, the one Oh seven and a, and a late 24 first for Kenneth Walker. All right, I'm I'm getting rid of that risk, right? Smash Zach it. Charbonnet is my seven. I love mm-hmm. Zach Charbonnet. Let's say mm-hmm. Zach Charbonnet gets drafted in the third round now, and he goes to you know uh, the Vikings, you know, or he goes to a team there. There's already a running back in place. Now all of a sudden, I've gotten rid of that risk. Like there is still yeah. seven through twelve is not, you know, it's not as fluid as one through six. One through six, we know what this is. You've dug deep in this class, and we did the, the yeah. pod yesterday. Seven mm-hmm. for us when we actually did it was seven was Quentin Johnson, eight was Charbonnet, nine was Levis, ten Addison, eleven Flowers, twelve Kincaid, thirteen Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I yeah. love that area. But if you are going and you're pushing the chips all in, is anyone out of that group winning you a title year year two? Well, so this is such an important topic, and I actually just put out a full thread on Twitter. Go check that out at Dynasty underscore Trades. I put my last set of pre-draft rankings for Superflex and 1QB, and then I talked about exactly this thing. What are we doing right now with these early rookie drafts and these picks? And exactly what you just said, there's two reasons why I, if I'm at 107 and maybe 108, I'm very, very likely trading down. So... Now's a good time to shop it. You just got into this long list of people that are kind of in that same tier. So why are you not going to just trade down in the tier? Could somebody pay, possibly emerge as the, the true consensus 107? Maybe. But there's so many ballers in here that you could easily convince yourselves that you can have similar value. You may as well trade down to what, late first, 111, 112, pick up new assets, pick up Maybe it's a 24 first that we just talked about, right? Or you're picking up 
a couple of seconds or another asset that you need to fill out that roster. So that's reason number one, because of the tier that exists right now for that set of players. The other reason, though, is I just want off of Will Levis. He's going to be going at 107, 108. I, I don't want to have anything to do with this guy. I was, I was kind of talking about it. I know and, we did the, the consensus yeah. rankings. You have him at 20. Mung has him at six. You know, Snoop yeah, Nerdboy and I had him somewhere in the middle in that 10 yeah. to 12 range. And that, that seems to be a guy where if you're moving right. off those, I slightly disagree with you as far as seven and eight, because I do think okay. as, as much as I was talking about Charbonnet, if Charbonnet gets that, that right landing up. spot, he's a three yeah. down back. If Jordan mm-hmm. Addison goes to the Giants or Jordan Addison mm-hmm. goes to the right or, you know, in that right area, I think he moves into that eight, nine through 12. Okay. Absolutely. But that's, yeah, maybe, that's maybe best case scenario. That's be- yeah. because if they don't get the ideal landing spots, the, the, the talent between seven and 12, the difference between Jordan Addison and Josh Downs is not as massive as you would yeah. think, you, you know, could like definitely in that area. Argue. Yeah. It's not, it's definitely not consensus. And I've had a lot of people like, why do you have Levis so low? That's kind of dumb. Uh, because of the QB market value. I agree. Uh, I'm just saying I'm not going to end up much with him, but I'm also smart enough to know if there's some QB needy teams that di- that missed out on those top three guys, they're, they absolutely are going to get pay up to get mm-hmm. Levis who, you know, could get it. The, the other thing is maybe trade it now because there's a chance that Levis actually does tumble in the draft. And what happens is the market value of 107 could actually end up mm-hmm. taking a hit there too. And you're right. I mean, maybe it's 108, maybe it's actually 109. It, you have to stay somewhat fluid. So that's kind of the range that we're talking about. But I like trading down there and picking up other assets and let someone else kind of take the risk on a, a guy like Will Levis. So I think that that's really important. And especially if you've kind of already got your QB set, you picked up Richardson or Stroud mm-hmm. or Young, or maybe you have a Watson or you traded up for a better QB, take advantage of the, the market value there and bail on that pick there and get something better for your roster. That's beautiful analysis. The other thing that I'm doing, and I, I've started to do this, right? So I'm like, depending on what your roster looks like, I'm still holding out on seven there, John. So I'm not moving out. Okay. Eight, what I've been doing is I'm just, I'm talking to guys right now. You know, I've said, hey, I have eight through 12. Is anybody interested in getting in here? You know, it's going to be a 24 yeah. first and a veteran. Right. So the veteran running backs, the Derrick Henrys, the Alvin Kamaras, the Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, they are cheaper in startups. They are cheaper in rookie, you know, in in actual trade value than they will ever be. Because as soon as the NFL yeah. draft is over, the stock on these guys who don't get competition bounces right back. So what I'm doing is yep. I am taking that 108 and I'm cashing in on the rookie fever. And I'm saying, hey, brother, you know, like right mm-hmm. now it looks like, you know, you, you want to get in on this draft. Give me a 24 first and Aaron Jones and we got mm-hmm. a deal. So now all of a sudden going from 108 that could be, could be Charbonnet, could be, you know, whatever it happens to be. Now I get the insulation of that 24 first. I'm moving into another fantastic class. And then yeah. I'm getting Aaron Jones for production, you know. And if you're a wide receiver and you got like the 112, hey, give me a 24 first and nuke. Nuke's value yeah. as soon as he's traded is going to bounce back. Like as crazy yeah. as it sounds, he is a even if you're in a rebuild, he is a buy because as the minute he's traded from right. the Cardinals, the value is yeah. going to go back up. Just but buy low market value, yeah. You have to look at who's 
who look at your team. So we assessed our teams. John, we got to assess other teams, right? Exactly. Like if you go to the guy that's all in, yeah, he's not going to trade you Alvin Kamara and, and his first next year in that area. And you don't want his first. You want to target mm-hmm. those guys that are like on the way towards their rebuild or those guys that are at that middle range, that teams five through eight that are saying, man, if I just got the 109 in this year's class, I think I would be ready to compete again. And this is not... That area of the draft is not what right. that's for this year, you know? So yeah. I think you're really going to be able to cash in right now on the rookie fever, even before draft day, of saying, hey, yeah. yo, I got the 110, give me your 24 first, and give me Alvin Kamara. You know, you don't need him anyways, and I'll throw you something else back. And I, I think you're really going to be able to be – you're going to be shocked at what kind of just value you're going to get back because everybody yeah. gets that rookie fever – Either do mm-hmm. it now or do it on the clock. Because when you're on the clock, you can play around with that a little bit more where it's like no doubt. now you got no 12, doubt. you know, your rookie draft, you got 11 guys in the room. You never have that in Dynasty. You know, you just don't. We all have busy lives. Yep, you never have a audience. But when you do that rookie draft, they're all right there. They're all yeah. in there. And then it's like a matter of time say, hey, who wants in on this? This class is special. Yeah, blood in the water at that point. See what the best offer is. Like shop it a little bit. And, and look, I think that coming back to this, like kind of getting into late first, if you're eyeing some of these teams and you're pretty confident that they're going to end up as a lower end team and it's going to be an early 24 first, see if you can get that 24 first. I mean, re- as a reminder, like you got not only Caleb Williams, but Drake May, another dual threat quarterback, mm-hmm. a, a wide receiver that we would all put ahead of anyone, even including JSN, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, by the way, like go go check out what the Ohio State coach just said about all of the Ohio State wide receivers he coached. Uh, he actually had Marvin Harrison Jr. number one. Then he had JSN. Then he got to Garrett Wilson, Terry McLaurin, and Olave, just to give you an idea of where JSN is at and where Marvin Harrison Jr. will be. There's other guys at Ohio State, for example, Trevion Henderson. These are some ballers that you, again, may want to consider – See if you can pick up more of those 24 first assets and, and maybe just get out of this lower end of the first round. Maybe you don't really trust Quentin Johnston. Okay, there's quite a bit of risk there. Like we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. There's there's you know a little bit of concern on uh, on other guys that you know we've been we've been breaking down. You're getting into some of these other running backs like that Kendra Miller or Zach Evans. Uh, you know, I, I, I like some of these guys, but there is some level of risk and you can actually maybe pick up a couple of assets and build over that two year period and end up coming out way ahead with other elite picks that are going to come in for you next year. Mm-hmm. And this this step for this whole packaging thing, there, there's a lot of different principles. So that's why we're, we're kind of going that the other thing you got to look at. And I know say, we're, I know I said no one's trading out of the 101 through 106. But that's a sharp league. You know, there's those leagues yeah, where yeah. you have those home leagues. The guys are just coming out of the woodworks. You know, they're like, oh, it's April. I'm going to pay attention to <laughs> yeah. what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've put together some values here where if you look at it right now, like the 107 and the 109 is is dead even with the 105. If you can package that up where you have multiple picks and, you, you mm-hmm. know, you're trying to consolidate, if you can move into that area, you know, I would almost go the – if you can go 107 and 111 in, to get even just to move up to 106, that is a huge move to get Gibbs yeah, because tiers are really important. People don't look at the tiers right now. For me, it's tier. It's Bijan by himself. It's two yep. through five are are mm-hmm. right 
or you know, right there. Gibbs is in a tier by himself. Okay. I've moved him slightly off of where JSN, JSN. is because I moved JSN yeah. into the quarterback range. I know that's that's crazy for some people, I feel but that. that's where that at. To me, seven and eight are a tier. Nine through twelve are a tier, and then you know, two hundred one through two hundred five are a tier, and we we start to be okay. able to package some of these these late firsts together. You have 10 mm-hmm. and 11. Let's move 10 and 11 to see if we can get up to six. Let's move, you know, let's move 10 and uh, Javante Williams to get up to four. You know what I mean? Like move right. some of these, play with some of these analysis, play with some of these values. I think the tricky part, and we talked about it a lot, you don't have to get set in of like, I have to trade both these picks. You can move around. You can you can upgrade and and make yourself feel better. You know you can move around with those draft picks and a running back. Get a different draft pick and a running back that's going to play well for your particular team and and mitigate some yeah. of that risk. And I think right now, I I'm hearing so many teams and my leagues are idle right now. I'm making offers out there daily, yeah, you got to. and people you are got like, to. "Well, I'm not ready for the draft. I got to see what's going on." If you've been listening to us, you are ready. You're ready to take that next step. Yeah. If you are. Paying attention to the Patreon, we have bonus pods out there. Snoog mm-hmm. put out a couple of them. Nerd Boy did. You and I are going to record a couple. You know, we got yeah. threads in there. We got all Rookie of our rankings. Profiles. Dude, right. it is it is a it's fantastic fun. one time it, a year. It is, and it, and I think being in there is going to even help you more when we get to draft yeah, day. Join in the fun. There's going to be a separate room where it's like, hey, who do you want here? Like who? Yeah, on who, the clock. Who are you drafting on the clock. What are we you know? doing? Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be huge and you're gonna get instant feedback because your girlfriend, your wife, and your coworkers They're are tired, tired of hearing it. about your yeah. rookie drafts. But dad and John, yo, know, we, we want to hear about it, you know, like we're we're there. Yeah. So John, let, let's yeah. talk about packaging those picks up yeah. because I know you wanna pick one through six, but when you get to there, we gotta start packaging packaging some of those picks. And I think, you know, you can either use them to package up or you can use them to buy players. If you can move 109 and a 24 first and get Chris Olave or 109, 108 and and the 24 first, like I said, to get Kenneth Walker, you know, you're you're trying to get those young elite assets, giving up a right. 24 first to get that proven area where mm-hmm. you're moving from Jamison Williams in the 110 to get to, you know, Drake yeah. London and something else. You know, we want to get something that's a lot safer when we're moving from year one to year two. Yeah, this is really important. And I, I'll even almost give myself some advice. Like you, when we all get rookie fever and you're, you stacked up all these rookie picks, there's part of you that actually just dreams up these rosters where you have every single guy. I mean, you had the, the you know, the infinity stones over here with all 12 first round picks and you kind of get addicted to this idea of I'm going I'm just going to take everybody right but the reality is it's not exactly the smartest way to build a roster but mm-hmm. let's come back to what we talked about in some of the earlier steps here right if you're going to go contend right now then you absolutely should consider um you know taking some of these early second round picks because they're going to be loaded with running backs that could absolutely be league winners right we know for a fact every year a lot of these starting running backs go down. Some of them could be outright starters that are still available in the early second, mm-hmm. or they, you know, over the first four to six games, they earn more time and then eventually pass the the starter. So you may want to consider holding on to those. But if you're if you're really not sure yet, the last thing you want to do again is push in too early and end up with all these aging running back assets. You you want to consider in this case, like you said, package up those second round picks and 
turn them into first round picks, turn them into 24 first, like we, we've been saying multiple mm -hmm. times, or those young assets that are more of the sure thing proven. So you're, you know, it could be a couple of seconds, could be a first and a second, definitely shop those kind of things. And um, there's, especially in, in leagues that are a little bit more shallow, this is an absolute money strategy. And I'm always surprised that a lot of my league mates haven't really caught on, but like throwing out FFPC as an example, if you're in an FFPC league, you have really thin rosters. They were just cut down. You have like 16 total guys, or you're in a 10 team league. For those of you that are listening that on 10 team leagues, it's really about having those premium assets that are going to give you some type of positional advantage week to week. So packaging up multiple players and getting that better player is fantastic. So if you've listened to the pod, you've followed these rebuild strategies, you're probably just chocked full with loaded with assets to use. I mean, in Smash 5, I've got seven firsts, six seconds. I've got multiple 24 first seconds. Now what are we going to do with all of them? Packaging them up to upgrade and fill out your roster with elite assets. I mean, that is that is the move here. So you know, just, just keep it in mind. You, you're always looking at depth. I mean, it doesn't work for every roster, right? Like there's 14 team leagues out there. There's some where you're, you have three, four, five flex positions. You may want to hold on and avoid packaging and just make sure you give yourself more options, more depth. But I think in general, most leagues that we, that we are in smash leagues included, if you can package things up here, like you were just talking about, you should do it. What, what are some of the recent trades or packages that you've seen. I know you already threw a Dude, couple you out. Saw I was looking you... on there. So a couple, <laughs> yeah. uh, so one, I, one I just did was I traded uh 108. I'm sorry. I traded. Yeah. 108, 201 and Wandale Robinson for the 104 with Alex long. Shout out to him. Awesome guy. Him and I've gotten okay. two or three trades done in smash eight here. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, we're just, we're just cranking them out. That's and a fun one. that was a fun one. Uh, for me, I was moving up i had tons of picks uh for right. him he's moving where he wanted a little bit of depth it's just kind of a a fun move to to you know just kind of move around there i talked about kenneth walker i'm gonna keep talking about kenneth walker i bought in smash yeah. seven i gave up 111 aaron jones uh david montgomery for kenneth walker again you're moving multiple assets you're packaging into a way where you you want to be elite you want those guys because you know the 111 his value once it's drafted is going to change. The 111 mm -hmm. is no longer sought after by the other 11 teams. It's a player now. It's in that area where if you and it can go down in value, you know. Right, right. But Kenneth Walker, that's a guy where we saw what he can do his rookie year. If Kenneth mm -hmm. Walker gets injured, guess what? I mean, Brees Hall went down. He's he went from the RB2 to the RB2. He did not move yeah, down he, in value. Kenneth Walker goes holds. down. Right. We talk about that a lot where it's like, hey, I don't have a lot of depth, but you have Josh Allen. You have those elite assets where you can, even if they get hurt, you trade them down and, and kind of package that way. John, mm -hmm. I'm looking at the second round, and yeah. I'm just looking right now. In my estimation, you know, especially with the way Ibanaconda, you know, Pro, yeah. performed at his pro day mm -hmm. uh right. with with tank bigsby in there with kendra miller with tajay spears if he you know yep. clears clears his physicals and gets drafted the right way uh right. devin a chain i mean sean tucker maybe zach evans there could be even roshan johnson gets the right there could be yeah. eight running yeah. backs taken in the second round the handcuffs that you have on your team they, they're not going to exist for too much longer. You know, this is an, a time where if you can use Deontay Foreman 
to move up a yeah. couple of picks, even if it's to move from Do it. 207 to 205. For them, it might sound great, but you're going to move up a tier. And I think with those six to seven, maybe even eight running backs that are going to go in that second round, they're going to ruin some jobs. You know, they, oh, yeah. they, they could even get some ideas where they move into that number two that is behind an aging running back. You know, you get the right running back. You get Tank Bigsby goes behind Dalvin Cook or goes behind Derrick Henry. These Some of these guys are just going to increase in value. I got to say, the second round's about a 22 to 28% hit rate, but the running backs are much, much, much higher. You know, you get in the second round, we yeah. talk, it's it's Tillman, it's Mims, it's, you know, it's not a, a very sexy wide receiver right. group not after after, no after a couple there. guys. It's Mayer, it's Kincaid. I moved Kincaid into my first, but if you can get yeah. those tight ends Me there. Too. But then it's going to be just absolute smashes when it comes to the running backs. So I'm not even, I'm not moving all my seconds, but if you can package them up and you have, like, in, in smash, um, Smash three, I have one through 12. I had seven seconds. Now I have 205, 206, 211, 212. And in 211 and 212, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to package both of them and see where I can move and, and try to get into that area because second rounders, I think, are going to have good value this year. But at the, the back end there, it's going to be a little bit different. Third rounders, John, if it's year, if it's year two, move them. I... Firmly believe third rounders, yeah. when you're talking 8 to 12% hit rate, I use them as capital all the time. If I can use a 24 third to move up in that second, to move from 205 to 202, you know, where yeah. I know I'm going to get an opportunity to get a, a Kincaid, a Flowers, you know, that right guy, mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker starts moving up here if he gets round one draft capital. Use your thirds as a tool to move around. Use that in in that area to just no move yourself into into those areas. And the second round this year, I think it's going to be fun. I think the more I do this, John, like nine through twelve, don't seem too much different than two hundred one. Yeah, through two hundred four, and we've talked, we've called that the smash zone, and it really yeah. is. But I don't see a huge difference if I can take ten and a running back. Like if I can take ten and you know, a, a Joe Mixon and, and package it for 204 and a Javante Williams or a Nick Chubb, you know, like to move around with the perception of, oh, I'm moving from a second to a first for your casuals. Yeah, and I think that we've talked about this a little bit on the pod, but you really kind of want to move either direction there with these kind of late firsts that are holding value and in, in there's rookie fever. Like we already talked about, if you can move up into the top six, boom, you got to smash that. If you can't, then I really like the idea of trading down into the early second because of what you just described. Like we're just talking about this tier of guys that are out there and there's always this discount just because of the optic, because of it starts with the two and not a one. So that's, that's something that you're onto there. And I, I really like those values in, in early seconds. I'm, I'm probably, like you said, trading handcuffed running backs. They're just about to get decimated with all these running backs coming into the league. Like you mentioned Deontay Foreman. You know, you got guys out there like Tyler Algier. We already saw, we just saw, you know, Damian Pierce. Look what happened to him recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've definitely seen all these mock drafts and people just can't see it coming. But some of these guys are about to get blown up. There's going to be either a 1A, 1B situation coming. Like, I, I know as, as, as hot as Rashad White's 
market value looks like right now. Do we really think Tampa Bay is not going to bring in another running back after losing Lenny Fournette? John, I'm seeing him late first draft capital right now, and it's like Uh, like, if Bijan falls to 15, he's gone. You know, like that's what I'm saying. And and that's we. I I do think Rashad White is a superior talent to Michael Carter, but we were starting to get those Michael Michael Carter vibes this time last year, and they're like, oh, they're not gonna. He's gonna have the keys to the. Don't be buying running backs. Yeah, how long ago? That was January. I put out that article where it was like. This is a volatile position. Don't buy. You know, we do have a formula here at Smash Accept, and that's kind of uh, part of the deal, you know, and I think really. So start scanning those rosters, trade them for seconds, give yourself more flexibility, get younger. I mean, I I really like that as one strategy to be coming away with, too. Like, hey, you you like Isaiah Pacheco? Okay. Yeah, you look great. But do we really think Andy Reid isn't going to bring in more playmakers to that KC offense? What, what about New England? Like, is Ramondre Stevenson as safe as we think he is? I, I love the guy. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, you know, I've even bought him in some cases. But well, they're talking they're talking about them drafting that's a, a high-level running back. You think back you're going to replace Damian Harris? Like, think about it. So, I, I know you got James Robinson there, but, like, some of these I guys I made an offer today with Ramondre. I offered okay, okay. A.J. Brown and Ramondre Stevenson for Kenneth Walker Traylon Burks plus. I forget what the plus is there, but I'm like, hey, if we okay. can move off that, if that starts to come off here. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, just another quick plug for the Patreon. Like, it, this is the time where you guys want to make those trades. We got a comment. We read one last week, another one here from Spence. He puts, he appreciates the timeliness on the questions that you've had on there and, and all of your DMs. Love the pods. Beside player profile, you guys have become one of my favorite listens and, and go tos for this advice. I mean, guys, if you're able to get there, you have a community there where people are answering questions quickly. I'm a bit of a degenerate. I'm answering them in there as fast as possible. You know, and we're getting you guys the the information that you guys are looking for. This rookie draft is going to be fun. We want to just make sure you don't get too rigid. You can be fluid in the process and and be able to move back. Hopefully, we gave you some things here where you're going to be able to move and give you some ideas of how to move into that area. I hope that you guys did it the right way. Again, if you guys built around quarterbacks and wide receivers, like we've been saying, now's the time where you have 110 through 112 and you're just going in there and you're buying Dallas Goddard, you're buying TJ Hawkinson, you're buying Pat Fryermuth, you're buying that tight end to get you into that next level. Even if you're pay, paying maybe one four for Travis Kelsey. I mean, I think that's an absolute smash to get yourself. You have the quarterbacks mm-hmm. already get that final piece. Yeah. And I think right. the more you guys do this, the more comfortable, a lot of you guys have been like, hey dad, I'm not comfortable with this year one punt. I'm not comfortable with the rebuild. Good, mm-hmm. that means you're doing it right. Like if you are not comfortable yeah. with it right off, in order to grow as a person, in order to grow as a dynasty owner, you need to do some things that throw you off yeah. your comfort zone. Definitely. And I know you honestly have become a better dynasty owner just by oh, starting yeah. to think that way. Yeah, and then just loading up on all these picks, what did it do? It caused me to really want to study the rookies that much more. I've just really gone much deeper into film and analytics, really looking at these guys, comparing uh, my my notes and how I reviewed film with other major analysts. And we got some of my absolute favorite, most respected analysts coming on the pod. Matt Waldman, like the legend in the industry, is going to be coming next on. Next week, baby. Next week. Can't wait for that one. But I think it, it's really just you gotta you gotta remind yourself like it. Think about how much these picks have gained in value. Like these punts just make so much sense, and you may want to try it now with the twenty four class. 
getting them in in the startup trading for more picks while they are still reasonable values six months a year later these things are all gold mines so you have just increased the equity of almost every asset on your roster with all these mm -hmm. picks now is it's a fun time to to kind of do something with all those assets and it doesn't have to be making the pick every time have yeah. fun with it make some moves this is the pod that helps you break that down do you want to wait another year and and kind of combine 23 and 24 classes or have you assessed the league assess your team and you're ready to push it in we've given you a lot of different things to think about i mean i'll just come back to another one that i throw out there you're not gonna really be able to get a lot out of these rookie tight ends we've seen a couple of exceptions Okay, mm -hmm. Pat Farmworth looked pretty good. Um, you know, we, we we hyped up Kyle Pitts though. We hyped up all these other guys. Tight end takes a long time to develop. You're looking at three years often before you really start seeing the production. It just it's just the way the NFL is set up. So as that's much why, as I love Dalton Kincaid pieces. and Mayer, yeah, yeah, that's they come into this tight end. Last thing you wait on it, but you really need to consider moving rookie picks and and buying those vets. I'm coming back to your 104 for Travis Kelsey makes a ton of sense to do that if you're ready to go ahead and push in those chips that last kind of roster position that you have to figure out so i don't know if i jumped ahead to your next no no there. no no you're perfect man because like thing, yeah. we're absolutely right there where it's 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 buying darren waller for the 203 it's buying greg dolchich for the 20202 yeah, it's love you know it's, it's the love both of those guys it's it's adding those those type things John, we talked about it from the startup perspective, you know, like I showed the cascade where, you know, I went from 312 all the way back from 10, I, I cascaded four times to move back to a 1109, would have taken mm -hmm. ETN, but I ended up getting David Montgomery, two 24 firsts, a 25 oh first, and a 25 yeah. second. And now you're in a spot where people keep saying to me, you know, but dad, you got too many picks. You got... Picks are liquid currency. Yes. They, that's why they I will not value. do a draft. Safest, yeah. You do a punt, move yourself back. Yeah. Because now you're in an area where, like I am in Smash 3, where I have 17 picks out of the top 24. I know that's insane. I just wanted to say it again out loud. No, but I have, <laughs> feels good, I, baby. I also have what's guaranteed to be the 101 next year, and I'm not moving that at all. So when you have mm -hmm. 17 picks, and you have a 10-team starting lineup, and you already have five good starters, do the math. You don't need to make all of your picks. This is where people are going to come to you, man. Like, you got the picks. Everybody's, yeah. got rookie, you, everybody's got rookie fever. They all want those. So I'm just don't make the picks, picks quickly. Exactly. That's what I, <laughs> Dude, there we go. That, was, that seems like so long ago. But you don't have to make all of those picks. They are currency to move you where you need to be. And if you're not ready, there's still currency to say, you know what? The 24 class is cheaper than the 23 right now. I can move back to next year and I can add something. You know, we talked about adding an Alvin Kamara type, but I mean, what if it's, you know, you move from the 112 to a 24 first and add Wandale Robinson, you know, a, a young upside wide receiver, a Josh Palmer, a, you know, some of those guys who, yeah, they might not pan out, but at worst, you move from 112 this year to 112 next year. At best, you move yourself way up and you get a, a much better prospect. You get a much right. higher higher draft pick because a lot can change in a year. And I think the more you insulate, the more you take care of those things, the more you, you, you move back. If you're not ready, I mean, I, this is just fun to me. I'm like unpackaging all kinds of stuff. Yeah, this is great. If you're not ready, Bijan Robinson is your new 
version of what you do in a startup with Patrick Mahomes. You know, you you trade back from 101 to 104, and right now 102 and 105 seem to be. You can get mm-hmm. the 102 and the 105 for 101. That's a smash, right. except for me, because then yeah, at that spot. I'm going to take Stroud or Richardson, and then at five, I'm going to take JSN or Gibbs. But maybe even again, you, you know, you cascade back. You get trade down again. You, you don't need or that quarterback, but you still get that. Move yeah. that. You know, yeah, exactly. Move off of Stroud, get a 24 first, and get, you know, a, a another running back to fill in that spot or another wide receiver that really just balances you out. That 101 is the biggest lottery ticket you own. Do not draft right. it right off the Don't bat settle. when you get on the clock. Yeah, it's exactly. Gotta be a smash, man. Gotta be a smash. Get yourself. Get what you need. I have. I have three of them. I haven't traded them yet because I feel like they're they're not going to accumulate more value, but they're going to get people are going to get more antsy and they're going to want him and they're going to see where where Bijan Robinson is in a uniform and he is yeah, worth yeah. more in value than he can ever put on the football field. And I know you hate that. Because you love Bijan Robinson, but he <laughs> but would have be to be—he yeah. would have to be prime Ladanian Tomlinson for five years to—I know—to to make your money back. Yeah, and I, one thing I want to do is—is kind of hype up this project that you've been working on with your trade value chart. And what here's what I'm going to tell you: I have looked, you have looked at some of the other trade value charts out there, and I'm not going to start throwing shade, but I'm just telling y'all. They're not always in tune with the dynamic values that we see, right? We, in, in the Smash Patreon, we have people that are doing startups all the time. We're doing trades constantly, and we have a finger on the pulse in assessing what each of these picks is worth. We really do. Now, there's, a, there's plenty of other solid pros out there, but I'm just telling you all, it will really help to have a trade value chart that's kind of consistently updated that has these dynamic values mm-hmm. that some of maybe even some of the major websites aren't exactly completely up to speed on yet. Well, right. Some of, so, I mean, I was on one today that said the difference between the 101 and the 102 is the 112. And I'm just see, like, that's what I'm talking about. You, that's, there's no you're, you're way telling me don't settle for that. You're, you're going to get Dalton, Dalton Kincaid and CJ Stroud for B. John Robinson. Then you're oh, just doing on. it. You're come just on. doing it wrong. Like right. done. Right. You know, yeah, that, move off of that. That, that's the point. So we're, we're actually really trying to just build up this community and build up this intelligence to really nail it so that you can you can kind of trust that, like, as of right now, I'm on the clock. I'm going to look at this value chart that, that you're building mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to work right off of that with confidence. that you no, know, I'm getting max value mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily trusting some other source and I'm settling like you just mentioned, like that. You just lost that trade if you went yeah. off that trade value chart. And- so. To look at it right now, and, and Adam Armour's been working on it for me. I mean, if you look at it, I have everything where you can go the whole way across what the 101 is worth, what players that is worth, you know, how much capital there is in between there, what you can trade. You guys have loved the charts where you say, hey, you know, this player is Bijan's here, then the 102 to 105 range. You'll be able to look across that, see what the equivalent of that is in rookie picks and try to go from there and see what, if I have the 105, who can I buy for that? You know, who's the, the market value on that? Because you don't want to sell it cheap. You know, you want to get yourself seeing that the 105 is is someone that I can buy Travis Etienne or I can buy Drake London or I can buy, you know, that's what you're looking for of like, where can I move around? The more knowledge you get, the more tools you have. Yeah. And we're trying to make sure we're doing that at, at Smash Except in our Patreon. Hit it up. And uh, yeah, we're, we're excited with what's moving forward. We're excited to help you guys with your rookie drafts. We're excited for year two punts, man. Like John... 
I, I, I feel like I if I don't make the championship in Smash 1, Smash 3, <laughs> and, and Smash 7, I mean, I set them 8 for 8, so I, I got to go 11 let's for see, 11. Let's see it, Let, yeah. Let's get it done. Now people aren't going to want to trades, and I, I just gave away all my tips. So I know, no, no, but <laughs> hey, we're – we're, we're just throwing it out there, right? This is stuff we're learning and we learn from the community and we learn from guys like Waldman that are, that are going to be coming in next week. There's some other great analysts coming on. And, and let's just face it too. Like there's going to be some pretty significant changes after the draft occurs. Like you're going to want to continue to, to hang with us on the pod to determine what happens with these landing spots. We're going to look at coaching situations, depth charts, fits for the, the blocking and running schemes. There's so much that you have to really consider and apply to kind of like we have right now, my tiers and rankings are based on projected draft capital. Like I'm going to be off on some of these. I'm mm-hmm. going to have some misses. We don't really know what the NFL is truly thinking. It's always fun. There's always some huge shocks and surprises. So mm-hmm. we're going to be here to break it down for you. Like we just gave you like kind of finger on the pulse, what's happening with these picks. I kind of have a feeling those top six may still stay locked in where they are, but Things are going to move around. We want to help you really find the, the right set of players that it that right now it really helps again to have these tiers based on the talent, but things will change. We don't want to overreact too much, right? We don't want any CEH situations where we overreact to a landing spot and overlook the talent discrepancies that we've been analyzing for the past, what, six months, in my, my case, a year or more. So you got Debbie guys that have been doing it longer than that. So you got to really assess that too. That's part of our process. We still have a few more weeks here to do that, break that down pre-draft, but be ready to kind of get with us, jump into Patreon and work through what changes happen at the NFL draft. I cannot wait for this draft. I've never looked forward to a draft this much in my life. It's going to be a big one. And year one punts, the way that has kind of brought you in on that. That's right. That's right. Guys, Smash 1 through 8 draft in May 1st. Big news. I talked to Mung yesterday. Smash 9, the startup, is going to be open to to the guys in the Patreon. We will be doing Smash 9. Nine of them, John. Did I catch started, a niner in there? The, the first year was just two. You know, and now Smash 9, Mung will be in there. It is going to start the same day, Monday, May 1st. If you guys want in that, DM me. It's going to go to the guys in the Patreon first, but... I know a lot of you guys have been asking to get in those. The biggest thing about Smash Leagues is, John, there is a huge problem right now in the Dynasty community at, after COVID. All these leagues where you had mm-hmm. commissioners you can't trust, guys just yeah. creating bailing. leagues and running away and bailing. Right. Smash Leagues, we have not had a single issue with that. You know, you have you have us as commissioners, you know, where we stake our reputation on that. We try to be as, as you know, what's the word I'm looking for as fair as possible with yeah, everybody. Sure. And uh, you know, we're filling those rosters as soon as one's empty, they're filled within a day. They're like we have a, a right. lot of guys that want to get in there. So the league's not going to fold. It's something that you guys can get in there and, and be excited about. So guys, I, I'm excited for this. John's excited for this. We thank you yeah, guys baby. for tuning in and enjoy that process.